everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Knee Slap and K-Pop Podcast. I'm Sammy. I'm here with Kayla. Hello. And we're going to do our lovely little... We're going to do another set. This is our first set. I know. Because we usually this do year, these one at a time. Yeah, there has truly been like a record number of survival oh, shows insane. this year. Like an actually insane amount of survival oh, shows airing this year. I mean, we've already talked about like two of them at least no three at least three three we've talked about three we're talking about two more there's one more where so we're we're on this episode we're doing queendom puzzle and are you next yes two shows that recently 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 ish for queendom puzzle and recently for are you next finished airing yes yes and and this year we've already done boys planet peak time and fantasy boys yep these two we are currently not going to do a video on it. Absolutely refuse to do a video on it. But we're keeping up with the NCT, NCT, NCT Universe last show. NCT Start, whatever's happening Last Start, Last Start. We are, wa- I don't know. We are, I would say, watching it in quotation marks because it's really. Watch. But also nothing happens every episode. Yeah. So we're watching. Right. Uh, that show is a disaster. That's why we'll make references I to that show. I don't love that but show. But we're not, we're not covering it because also there's very little to say. Yeah. And then, like, um, A2K is also airing, but we don't care we don't, about that at we're all. We're not watching that one. We're also not watching Nizzy Project 2 for right. the boy group. Um, we are probably going to, by the time this is out, we are probably going to be watching Dream Academy. Yeah. We might do a video on that. And we're going to watch uh, Produce Japan Season 3, obviously. Right, because that starts in October, and we have to and watch that brand. for produce reasons. Yeah. We have, that's our brand at this point. Yep. Our brand is this. This we is our keep- brand. Um, this I will say we, this is what we built this podcast on, really. So look, I think we've built this podcast on this, and I think it's caused a problem for me. Yeah, because I also haven't watched like. Well, here's the thing, kind of because you we now we both each watch each of us are watching the current big CBS uh competition for reality shows, mm-hmm. mainly because you watch Survivor, but you've watched yes. Survivor for years, and I've I haven't watched, watched Big Brother life, in yeah. years. I watched Big Brother a lot when I was a child. I have not watched Big Brother in years. I used Guess to watch watching Big Brother. Big Brother. I, I watching stopped Big Brother. watching Big Brother about five, six years ago because the trash, they, they it just attract trash the trashiest people. humans in the Absolutely. world. Absolutely. Absolutely. And guess who's watching all this trash? Uh-huh. I don't watch the feeds, people. I get all that I need from the, the feeds have like 10 minutes of actual content every day and I get all of that from TikTok yes, if I need to. As you should. Because I'm not sitting there for hours. Yes, yes watching people not do anything Mm -hmm. but what i was gonna say is that uh i have not watched big brother in years i haven't felt the need to guess who's watching big brother now also for my opinions on season 25 of big brother fuck jared i hate jared i hate jared love Corey and america Corey, america felicia and Nicole. best four uh, but that's neither here nor there. Right. Just my opinions. All of these people may have gone home by the time this episode comes out because we record these in a month in advance. Right. This but one, still. this one's got a faster turnaround than some of Does. the ones we've done. So it's yeah, because we had to wait for our out to of finish. date. Yeah. But uh, I guess we should start for our overall thoughts before people have to watch us talk about things in circles for an hour to find out our real opinions. Right. Right. Let's let's do a TLDR. Yes. Yes. What did you think of? So you watched Queen and Puzzle. I did. I watched Are You Next. Mm-hmm. What did you think? 
So I think overall thoughts. this is a really good format of a show. I think this is Mnet fixing the Queendom Kingdom series format so they can continue to make this series like longer. Because I think they realize, because at this point in time, they've done essentially two seasons of each gender. They've done double, Queendom 1 and 2, and then Road to Kingdom and Kingdom. And they've essentially exhausted the Run list out of, of groups. groups that they can use on those shows at this because point. I think the main issue is that they set their standards too high. They with did. Especially they really the Road to Kingdom over. part. I think Road to Kingdom was the beginning of the end for up. them. Yeah. <laughs> that was a mistake. But now with Queendom Puzzle, it's like you can just invite whoever the fuck you want. We got like unlimited number of super, people per group. Super new goo to like old girl group member who's a soloist now. And it's like you can invite literally anyone you want. You just need to get 28 people willing to come on the show. And that's not, I don't think, very hard. Um, so I think there's really 28 good. people not doing anything yeah. in any for like three months. Why not? The show is fine. Um, a lot of people think the show was shady. I fully disagree. I don't think it was any more or less shady than any other Mnet show. Also, the stakes do not matter. This is a show like this entire Queendom Kingdom series. This is a show with very little to no stakes. So I don't think anyone who loses this are really losing out on much of anything. It's I really think that. They only have things to gain. The editing is just like your typical Mnet editing. There was, I don't think, anything there that was different than usual for them. And I do think the group we got from the end is probably the best lineup we could have gotten out of this show. Um, I There's a couple people I would have preferred in there, but I think all things considered, the final lineup is also pretty good. So I'm not Especially mad at that for either. The, Especially for the group you're getting out of that show, it's yeah. like... It's not like it's a permanent thing. Right. It's like, and it's also, it's, it's like, not even really a temporary gonna, thing. It's going to not, like mean, a... it doesn't mean anything. Like just how like winning Queendom or Kingdom really didn't mean anything. This also no. doesn't mean a lot. So what about, are you next? What were, what are the thoughts? All right. So uh, to start, are you next is, I think, I think with are you next, there's a lot of baggage because much like with weirdly a lot of things about Hybe, you go into it not knowing what to expect. <laughs> and it was like, is this Island 2? What? Because this show started before we got the official announcement that B-Lift got bought by Hybe. So we're like, does this mean that they're also doing, they're also sending their trainees to Island 2? Turns out no. In the divorce, Mnet kept, uh, CJ E&M kept the, the cube and the name Island and Hybe kept everything else. Good, mm-hmm. good things. Yep. The, uh, that so, whatever divorce happened there. And w- whatever was happening there. So this is just B-Lift Labs. Um, I think it was for, I think people, especially because they were, ca- it's B-Lift and this comes after Island, people were going in with expectations. And mm-hmm. I think the problem is that the expectations of Island are too grand. No, because this isn't a pro, not even produce ever had the budget of Island. Like the, sh- the right. shows that get Island budget and a lot of people are comparing it now to Dream Academy. Dream Academy is a collaborative thing. It's also a weird, big prod, like international it's project. Of course, it's going to get a budget. It's also not a K-pop, not K-pop group. Yeah, that too. Uh, Island was just like I think Hive trying to make a statement, and I think that they don't like also with the issues that Island as a show had. Considering I think it's one of the cruelest survival shows ever made. We've we've spoken at length about Island, mm-hmm. <laughs> at length. But I think that 
for what it is, I think the show was structured exactly how I thought it was. I think the, the main issue with this show and the issue a lot of people have is twofold. One, I think that this show would have greatly benefited from either... I think step one is do not uh, push this group as an international girl group, which is what they were pushing in their marketing. Uh-huh. That's not what it is. The show, this group, especially when you look at the final product, is entirely to Korea's taste. Right. It is exactly what Korea looks for in a girl group. It is not at all what the international audience looks for in a girl group. Mm-hmm. And both of those tastes are things that you do have to cater to. But you can't say you're going to cater to one and then take none of their opinions. So I think the, they shot themselves in the foot by first calling this international girl group right and then twofold i think they also kind of shot themselves in the foot by not being as upfront about the voting because the thing with island and the thing that i loved about island that was very the clear from the beginning really did was not matter the votes don't matter and also they made it very clear from the beginning that the judges have the biggest say mm-hmm. because by the end of that show sure you got to pick i think six out of seven members of Enhypen. But by that point, the way the judges had structured the show, they were whittled down to a group of 10 kids. And I think every single one of them, they would have been okay with being in the group. I truly think Hybe didn't, like, Hybe was like, well, if any of these kids with that last spot, we will slot in the final kid we have to push if he gets kicked out or whatever. But, like, I think we've whittled it down to 10 people we actually like. Right. And I think that this show, because I think it was formatted a little weirder, didn't necessarily it wasn't as clear because in the end everyone seemed surprised when it was going to be oh judges pick four only only two girls are picked by votes entirely right like it did feel like like they waited way too long to clarify how that was gonna work Yeah. yeah yeah it felt like that's the main thing but also and i don't know if it's just because i've watched so many of these shows and this is not the first time i've watched a show that is a company making a group entirely like an in-house permanent group like this isn't a temporary group this isn't a produce this isn't anything like that which right. i think where a lot of people a lot of newer k fans mainly go through the produce route things like that because these types of shows see, aren't nearly as common that, anymore and no. especially they definitely don't have as large of a following as the temporary group shows do no sure. they don't and then Island was such a big success, but they were very upfront with the rules. This one, it almost felt like they were like, oh, yeah, keep voting. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But in the end, I was like, I was never expecting yeah, it them. kind of I mattered pers- at the end. Kind of. In the end, I was not expecting the votes to matter. And I think that's just because of the experience I came in with, which is that these shows never have the vote. Like, the votes don't matter. They're merely suggestions. Mm-hmm. I also think this show is much more in line with its worst version of it with And Audition. I really think and audition is still their best hybes in terms of hybes best mm-hmm. survival show because that show felt the most supportive and like the most like they were just trying to make a purely a group that was purely well-rounded and also they didn't pretend that voting mattered on that show either right so i think i still think that's the best one this i would put kind of on par with island i think the structure of the show is a little bit worse with how they reacted with fans. But I think in terms of how they treated the girls, Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily know. I think COVID really ruined Island mainly because of how cruel, how cruel it looked like they were so isolated. So these girls are not nearly as isolated, but also I think Hybe 
weirdly has very very hard judging Mm -hmm. like their critiques are extremely bad except for one person whom we'll get to who was praised for breathing but we'll get to her (laughs) yep and yes i am upset about the lineup if you asked me yesterday i would be raging but i've calmed down like an adult (laughs) and looking at the lineup i think that the lineup is mostly fine i think we have one glaring issue and i hope that that person is able to improve uh-huh. But I do think that overall that glaring issue is twofold. I think it is a glaring issue because one can blame Hive Management, and that's, like, the the main people to blame for it. And I think on the second fold, it's also Knets. Yeah. Because the reason she's there, I don't even think is her talent. I think it's because Knets love her. Yeah. And you can see because she was extremely highly voted. Mm-hmm. Knets love her. Hive was almost forced to put this, like, if she had been, I compare this to sort of, um, a Doha situation, or, um, um, uh, Dowell, is that, was that his name on we, Produce? Yeah, we Dowell, yeah. Dowell, yeah. Wherein, I think that there is a very high chance that these people get extremely positive if Korea latches on to them. Uh-huh. And then, if Korea doesn't, Okay, you can easily shuffle them out because the talent level's not there. Right. But if, and then it's, oh, you also compare it to Haywon. Haywon, if Korea did not latch onto her immediately, very easy. That show very clearly, you push her out of the way. Right. The fact is, they see from the when the show starts airing that this girl is extremely, because I will say, in the beginning, that girl was super not focused on. Then the minute that she starts doing super well in the polls, she gets more focus. And then it just sort of becomes like a, like a, a snake eating its right, own tail right, situation right. where it's like, oh, she's super popular, but now they're focusing on her, but now she's more pop. It's like a whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think that, like, that's how reality TV works. Uh-huh. And I do think that the problems with her, again, I there's a couple things. One, let's not bully a, a, a 16-year-old. That's first thing. But also, I do think she needs to be more well-prepared. And three, I think that that is a two-fold issue between Hive and also Knets, who seem to like people who look like they're scared deer. <laughs> but that's my opinion on Wanhee. Yep, yep. This show can... Conf- I don't know how I feel about this show. <laughs> I think how I feel about this show will solely be based on what happens to both... The group that comes out of it. Right. I lit. I'll it. Yeah, let's also I talk lit. about how I'll both it. of these shows gave us two of the worst Terrible names, names for a K-pop group I've awful. ever heard in my life. Awful. I don't... Yeah, awful. They, they fixed also, L's up a little bit, but it's still really bit. bad. Like, it still is a bad name. I'll it confuse it's so it's the word. It's so not, My it's mouth so doesn't want to say like, it. Like, you can't even pronounce it. I'm, I'm gonna say I lit. Mm-hmm. because but that's also not what they're called it's also th- my mouth doesn't want to say all it mm-hmm. it doesn't and also i think it depends on how that group goes and also uh if we ever see any of the girls that i like that aren't in this right, group again. right if we don't i'll be very I upset mean, considering we have seen a lot of the island the island kids now like, yes I feel like but probably... uh we haven't seen the, a lot of the island kids doing doing amazing. well yeah <laughs> they're doing in like they're in one like, of them might go to jail mid, we're also in like mid-tier to new goo boy group so yeah i think it all depends on what happens to two people yeah and we'll get to my two girls yeah 
But we're going to start with Queendom Puzzle. Right, because it started and finished first. And maybe I will have, like, parsed through my thoughts by the time we come back to me. Yep. So... I've been thinking about that show for hours. Yeah. I mean, it did just It's so confusing. Yeah. But I'm like, it's so confusing to me that I'm like... Uh Uh-huh. But, like, the lineup is so... Like, if if I got a group that's five out of six, okay. Uh Uh-huh. Or even really four and a half out of six okay right i'm like that's not bad Mm -hmm. but like the one that one one person can really ruin a group for you it can especially if they can't get drowned out by 11 other people i I mean i know that from one to one it wasn't even one person ruined the group it was jr did not make the group and i immediately lost all interest in following one to one so yeah also, justice for Chanel. Mm-hmm. I will, like, if you're 15 minutes in and you want to know my opinions, justice for Chanel. I feel like a lot of people also have that A opinion. lot of people agree. Yeah. A lot of people agree. They lost, I think, a solid, like, 200 uh, or 2,000 followers after she, like, the hour after she got eliminated mm-hmm. on their TikTok. I'm like, damn. Damn. Go, you go, Chanel. All right. We'll get to Chanel. Yep. So... Queendom Puzzle, we start off with a 28 people who are all... That's such a large cast. Yeah, they're, so they're all either currently in a girl group, a solo list, or were in a girl group. And just to very quickly go over the whole cast, because they are all, well, well mostly well-known idols. So we have Jiwon, Bora, and Cheyran from Cherry Bullet, Huisil and Rina from Haiki, um, Heian from Laboom, Sangha from Lightsum, Yuki from Purple Kiss, Yanhee, Suyun, and Jury from Rocket Punch, Jiwoo and Soyeon from Triple S, Jihan, Zoa, Sujin, and Soen from Weekly, Ali from Lucky Meki, Yoram from WJSN, Nana and Wuyan from Wua. Then we have K, now soloist, formerly of Lovely, Zayun, formerly of CLC, now a soloist, Zohua, formerly Chanmi of AOA, she now uses a different name. Um, Jui, formerly Momoland, Cheyon, former Eyes One, now a soloist. And then we have Miru, who is a former AKB48 um, member who was also on, uh, or NMB48, I guess, who um, was on a Produce48, so I am familiar with her from that. And then we have Fee, who is a Thai soloist, who I honestly don't know where they found her and got her on the show, but she's also here and she's fine, but I just have no clue. How they found her and got her on this show. So that was also... Lo- so she's also here. They needed 28 people. Yep. They were like, open casting, whoever. Right. They are like, we need 28 so people. So there are the 28 people we start with. So the first, like, I think three episodes on the show are what they call the re-ranking stages, which are essentially which again, audition always stages. always confused me because I'm like, what are we re-ranking? You so, haven't been ranked so they did. So they had. They arbitrarily ranked them all when they came onto the show. They put them into four tiers, uh-huh. um, and based off of the number of times they won first place on a music show and the largest oh, number of first week orders among physical album datas. And so they took that and they added uh-huh. it together, and then based on that, put them into four tiers. Those tiers go pretty much how you would expect them to go in terms of popularity wise. Oh, fun. So it's like exactly how I think it's happened. it's like really not any different than what you think those tiers were. So they put them in those tiers right when they show up and then they say, OK, so now we're going to rearrange the tiers, but based off of talent. So they all audition and then they all have to vote on whether or not they think their performance is good or bad. So then they each give them all an up or a down 
um, score up, meaning they want them to move up a tier down, saying they should move down a tier. Um, and so they watch everyone's performance. They all get to vote on each other's performances. I can see where the shade accusation yeah, comes so there's in. Yeah, because I've of seen shade. clips of this on TikTok and it was hilarious. A lot of it is shade. A lot of people have so much, so many opinions mm-hmm. on. Is it because we've watched so much reality TV? Is it maybe that? Maybe that I'm just can... like desensitized to it because it's like. Because also, if I can get through like drag race editing. Mm hmm. This shit don't phase me. Right? And also, it's like, these are all debuted idols. And it's like, I feel like we can be adult enough that, like, giving someone an up or a down score on a performance that they think is bad, like, I don't think that's shady. Like, they're given their honest opinion. The only person who was a little bit weird in this entire thing was Cheon because she gave every single person a down vote for no reason other than she wanted to do that. This girl out here living her big brother. She she was on the wrong show. She's like, okay, yeah. but I gotta I gotta play the game, and I'm like, what game? What game are you You're playing? You're on Queendom Puzzle, not um, Big Brother. Yeah, and so Cheon and also Heian of Laboom will then leave the show right after this round. So they they will leave the show immediately, um, for per- quote unquote personal reasons. Sure. Neither of them were really thriving anyway, so I don't think that nope. affected much at all. So after they... She's, she realized this wasn't a cash price. She's like, right, right. oh shit, I thought I was on a different show. Exactly. So after that, um, they put everyone in their new tiers. I don't know. I can't remember if that... It matters a little bit. So in the next round is where we get the quote-unquote like signal songs of the show, Charismatic and Snap. So they get split in half... Essentially, half of them are going to perform Charismatic, half of them perform Snap, and then those two are also split into two groups. So there's two teams doing Charismatic and two teams doing Snap of each seven I do remember people when that piece. came out. Yep. When that officially... I was just like, why the... What? Yep, it's I was confusing. Vi- it was so... Co- because it that much like all Signal songs, they come out like three weeks before the show comes out. And mm-hmm. I was like, wait, what's going on? Yes. No, and no one knew yet. We're nope. all very confused. No one knew the format. So I'm pretty sure they do get to choose what song they want to perform based on how many upvotes they got in the first round. So that did matter mm-hmm. a little bit. So they split themselves into two songs for that. And then the two people who had the highest amount of um, votes in each team, which ended up being Jiwon of Cherry Bullet and also Bora of Cherry Bullet, Got to sure. split each of the songs in half, and they got to pick the teams that they wanted, and then they left the other seven as the other team. Okay. So that was kind of Fair fun. Enough. For there. And so I think that both Charismatic teams, I well, I think Charismatic is a better song, generally. Oh, absolutely. Yes, and I think both teams do pretty equally well. I don't think one team is significantly better than the other there. Snap is a bad song. Um, much worse of a song. Yeah. I also think Bora makes really bad decisions splitting the teams. <laughs> because, like, Snap is more of, like, a noise music song. And so she picks all of the rappers for her. Oh, no. Um, except for the fact that this, it comes back to the same problem we say all the time. That if you're going to have a rap-focused group, you need to have good vocalists to back it up. So to she hold left, it down. So she left all of the main vocalists in the other team. And Bora oh. is a main vocalist, but her voice... Bora, I found on this show, while a very good vocalist, because her tone is so specific, it's also very mm. limiting, the type of songs where she can sing and it sounds good. Like, technically, she can sing 
songs well, but her tone is so like specific that it's like off-putting depending on the type of like song she is singing. So this mm-hmm. is one of those songs where like her voice just doesn't fit it well. So and then Kay and um Huiso, who were on the other team where she left them, both have much more like diverse vocal abilities. So they sound good in essentially any genre of song you put them in. So that team just sounds way better because they have uh-huh. all of the main vocalists in there. And it like, yeah, they have subpar rappers, but the rap is not is not what's holding up that song to begin with. So Bora loses that round, and I it is completely her fault why they lose that round. Yeah, fair enough. And then, so they get judged by a, a panel of judges, a lot of random-ass people on this panel. Like, they got some B2B members on the panel. Hyolin came on the panel. They got some, like, sure. street woman fighter people. They got that one guy who's the dance mentor in all of the Purdue shows on here. Oh, God. He's um, here. He came back. Does and he is just here. make his cash just doing me- so many of these shows? Right, he's just like, right. well. And then, like, Ryan J. Hoon is here again because he's all over these survival shows. <laughs> And so I then they like... pick an MVP of each of the two songs, and that ends up being Nana of Lula for Charismatic and Puiso of Haiki for Snap. Um, those are the uh-huh. two front runners of this entire show. They are going to be in first and second place the entire show. I think Puiso very deserved. I think Puiso comes in first place at the end of the show, and she is like a star. She was really like the one big takeaway from the show where it was like, she is fantastic, actually. Um, should be a soloist, not going to lie. Nana, I find to be incredibly average at everything. Like, I, she's not bad at all, but I think she is so just average that I do not understand the, like, the massive amount of hype around her. And maybe it's a visual thing. I'm not really sure. But I, I don't think she's bad. I just think she's very average. Fair enough. I mean, look, there's idols that are... Look, we are nothing if not haters, on uh, in this podcast if you're looking for uh abject positivity leave now you probably would have already left by the half hour mark that we're probably at but still uh there's idols that are average Mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with being average yep 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 there's also anything i've learned from this show too is that there are idols who thrive in a group and idols who Mm -hmm. shouldn't be soloists and that's Mm -hmm. fine and I've, I've seen that a lot with the the older idols who are now soloist. A lot of them, like, are either not good or, like, okay as a soloist, but you put them in a group and they, and like, they shine. Thrive. They thrive way more in that setting. And yeah. that's perfectly fine. Not every idol needs to have a solo career. If you are fine in a group, like, that's perfectly okay. Yeah, I do think that that's a thing recently, especially, where it's, like, everyone goes solo and i'm like maybe not everyone right. needs to fully go solo my big takeaway with that was um dohua or chanmi from aoa her yeah. solo like audition performance was like really bad it was very bad but every other performance she's in it's like you can te- easily tell the years of experience she has performing mm-hmm. like she is really really good in every single group performance she does in the show and i think that's just because is she really she has so much stage experience and so much experience being an idol, but she doesn't have a lot of experience being a soloist, and I think that's just mm. a very different sort of skill set to have. Yeah. So the next round, um, it's called the Remix Battle. I don't really know what that's about. It's just we're going to cover six K-pop songs is all it is, really. And then they split into 
teams and Nana and Huiso, who are the MVPs, got to split them into teams. Mm-hmm. And then if your team won the charismatic or snap battle, you got to object if you wanted to get moved somewhere else, but they could also choose to not move you if they didn't want to. <laughs> so the two of oh, them good Lord. really had a lot of power there. <laughs> um, it seems unnecessarily complicated. Yeah. So in this round, it was very complicated. And I guess that I guess it's like, I can see how people think this is shady, but it's like, yes. this is, it's like, I don't care. But like, also, it's fine. if we can't be a can little- Can we not be like, professional here? TV. Like, this is a reality show, like- Like, it's a reality show with the lowest stakes possible. Right. Like, I don't think, unless these people are insulting you personally, mm-hmm. wanting to get moved to a different song is- fine and it's not like people are talking shit on each other it's like people are doing it because they want like to have a better song or they want a certain group of people to form a certain song because they think or they want a different it'll concept. be better they, yeah it's so like many it's fine like get over it it's not that shady you'll we're going, be fine. we're thinking about it too much so the shade I the do not. I do not like a single performance in this round really I don't they're not good they're not good I think um only one by Boa, which is covered by Soen of Weekly and K, is probably the best one because it is the least offensive and it is mainly just like K singing most of it. So she's really just carrying the whole thing and it sounds good because she's a great vocalist. Bringing back the second gen tactic of one person just carries. I mean, Soen is also is there fine. and she's not doing poorly, but K is really carrying that performance because <laughs> there's only two of them in it to begin with. Yeah. Um, Dance the Night Away is, like, fine, but also they, like, sucked all the energy out of it somehow, and I don't understand how they did that. Um, but it's very boring, and it's also just, like, all of the Cherry Bullet members plus Yunhee and, uh, um, Soya and a Triple S, and so I thought that was really funny how that it's ended up that way. It's absolutely incredible how they got so many people from some shows. Right? Like, half of the group, it felt like. Yes. All of Cherry Bullet is just in that performance. Don't Call Me is like that. I just don't like that song, but it's not a bad performance, but I wouldn't say it's a good performance. Mm-hmm. Um, nude is weird. And I like. Very weird. It's super weird. And it, it has that problem that a lot of like these Queendom Kingdom performances has where it's like there are too many ideas happening at once. It's like it's mm-hmm. n- where it's like. The con- there were just like they wanted to do far too much with it, and there were just too many similar but conflicting themes with going on at that performance. Did it feel like a, what I felt a lot of those, all of these shows did, which is that it was concept first, and then we're shoving the song in? It did just seem like that. It, it did seem like it was concept first, and then here is the song. I do mm-hmm. think it's a little bit less so because I think it it makes sense because it's just a sl- it's a different interpretation of the okay. song, but I don't know if it was executed very well. Um, is the other Fair. thing, shutdown is like my god, like what's happening? Because they because this is also mm. the performance they decide to make it wolf themed, and it's like okay, immediately you've lost me with the wolf theming, which I don't know why we made yeah. shutdown a wolf theme, but we did. Um. Everyone but Sangha is doing okay in that performance. Sangha is like one of the big people I have problems with. There's two pe- There's really only two people I have big problems with in the show, and Sangha mm-hmm. is one of them. Where it's so funny too because the show edits her. Like everyone reacts to her performances like, "Wow, she's so cool," and like, "I can't believe how cool she is." 
And so that kind of the entire show leads you to like the false pretense that everyone thinks she's cool. And then she gets eliminated in the first elimination. And I was Mm. like really happy for me because I'm like, I'm glad that all of us are also on the same page that she's just doing. She's doing too much. And it's like she is like her facial expressions are they are just so overboard. I like cannot look at her whenever she performs. Mm. It's like she is doing like 300% at all points in times. And I'm like, I know you think you look really cool, but you are doing you too don't. much right now. You do not look yeah. cool. And she's also not a good rapper. And she comes into the show and like has her descriptor as a little Jun Soyeon. And I'm like, that's an insult to Soyeon. <laughs> like, you do, Ooh, do not I say don't that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> you can't dub yourself. Little so, like that has so to be it's also upon it's you. also up for debate whether or not they got to choose that or not, or if they were told to say that. But either way, either um, way, bad, it was a bad, bad idea. for her. The other person I have a lot of problems with is Jihan of Weekly. Um, she's in the nude performance. Jihan, I think, is out because Weekly is a more cute group. Was really trying to not be cute all the time because her audition was very cute. Um. And so that's why she's a nude now, and she does a lot. She does a lot of the not cute performances in the future of the show. But it's like mm-hmm. she is just like all of the like problems I have with Wan Young are the same problems I have with her, where she is yeah. like also doing too much as well. And it's kind of like I think a lot of people. The thing with Wan Young is like she seems like very fake at times, where the cuteness and like yeah. the facial expressions forced. they just seem very forced. And that is the exact same thing Ji Han does. Like I, I, it just is like, and her facial expressions are also she's not going quite like three hundred percent like Sangha is, but she is also going far too much Real with hard. the facial expressions. Where it's like I have a hard time looking at you when you perform because of that. <laughs> oh boy yeah and it's it's like the opposite of the problems you have of wanhee where it's like she just deer in the headlights nothing like they're uh-huh. the two saying how and they're Jihan going so are hard. giving me too much yeah they're going too oh hard um the last one on this round is the one i really have like the biggest gripes with and it's not i wouldn't call it the worst performance of this wrong but i have the biggest problems with it and it's the fighting um cover by bo suck oh i uh, i i watched that one i was i have yeah. seen like Probably half of the Queen and Puzzle performances. Mm-hmm. The super good and the super bad ones. Right, not right. a lot in the middle. Yes, yes. But, oh boy. And that one. The that thing one is, me. it's The thing that's upsetting is, is like, it's a complete misunderstanding of the whole concept of the song. And I don't mean this in the way that they did an office worker concept. Because that is also kind of part of the concept of fighting to begin with. But when you start to make it sexy a little bit, like, I don't even care that the whole thing isn't sexy and some of it's fun, but there's a decent portion of this cover that is sexy. And I'm like, nothing about the message of this song is sexy in the slightest. In any capacity. So as soon as you're bringing in sexy office worker into this cover, like, you've immediately lost me. Like, that is just a complete misunderstanding of the song and what it's about. Like, I hated it so much. And that's one of my favorite songs of this year. So the fact that they covered it and then completely misunderstood the song what made me real bad so it just makes me mad that entire cover (laughs) yeah it very much just felt like they were like well it's the way they decided to adapt this 
extremely non-gendered concept. Yeah. Because any, it's not particularly gendered anyway. Right. Was to make it, well, it's girls now. So, so now it, it has sexier. to be sexy. And I'm like, no. It's like the opposite, honestly. And it's like the sexy part doesn't even come in until we hit like the first chorus. The first parts of it are like pretty fun. But as soon as we start getting, like, the weird elements of, like, sexy, badass office worker, I'm yeah. like, no, shut it down. This is not what this song is. Absolutely not. Yeah, it's, like, not, it doesn't work. It does not work. Um, so that's round three, technically. Round four is, like, um, the, whatever, what is, what is, I like to call I like to call it, like, the, the kingdom round three part one round. <laughs> Where oh, it's like we, we split yes. it we split into teams and then we do like weird team battle things. Yes. So we split into half. We have Queendom team and we have Puzzle team. And they're gonna each do three vocal rap performances and then two dance performances apiece. Um mm-hmm. they do different vocal rap songs. The vocal rap stuff I have like very little to say about because they're very like they're very average or boring or, like, nothing is happening with a lot of them. Mm-hmm. The only ones that I do are the – okay, so uh, the Rush Hour performance. Oh, like, what's going on What's going on with that? It's so like, long for no reason. It's so long. There's a whole interlude where Yuki and Yan are, like, driving in a car and then walking in from the backstage of the building. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is so unnecessary. I think it's, that's, like, a cute moment in theory. Right. It went on for it's, so It's so long. I don't need to see you driving from that far away. Yeah. Like, just be in the car, get out of the car, go in. Like, it right? does not need to be a full, like, two minutes. It's way, it's far too long. Um, bad. Also, the wannabe cover by Itzy has my two least favorite people in it. And it is oh, just yes. them going far too hard in this song. And also, for some reason, all of the energy has been far taken out long? of the song because it's a it's a vocal cover and not a dance cover. Where And the dance and the concept is like half of what makes Wannabe so fun. Um, mm-hmm. So that's also very bad performance. They also cover, um, that team covers If We Meet Again by Lim Young Moon. I don't care. It's only by Kay and Bora. It's fine. Whatever. And then the puzzle team or the Queendom team covers Weekend by Taeyeon. That's fine. Pretty boring. Nothing to say about that. And they also cover Hopeless Romantic by Big Naughty. Also, it's fine. I really have no comments on that one. They do also then cover Time of Our Life by Day 6. And that is my favorite cover of this show, which is wild that oh, it's yes. a Day 6 song as my favorite cover of this whole show. But it's very good. It's very fun. Um, vocals are really strong. It looks like they're having a great time. It's a very simple concept. Executed Yay. very well. Great job. I love that cover so much. It's really cute. Unfortunately, it will lose to the wannabe cover. <laughs> so that's very unfortunate for them. And that so is unfo- it's so that it's so upset me greatly yeah. when I heard it. Also, that rush hour performance wins over weekend, which is also crazy. it's crazy. The puzzle team wins every single um so it really is just so a it is, normal it is, queen it, it is. really is just a normal queendom it's, kingdom it's really uh, queendom show. queen uh, kingdom legendary war round three part one or whatever it's really going full of that ah. the one team wins it all it's a team that shouldn't be winning them all that wins them all nope. um because Awful. also you know who wins that is the bad blood cover also wins in that round that's so crazy <laughs> um so all four of the dance covers are original songs. Queendom Puzzle has, I think, 12 or 13 original songs in it. Like, an insane it, amount of original songs. 
when that show, I had, because I was sort of keeping up with it, at least to, like, know what was happening. Yeah. At some point, I was just like, what the, f- did I miss four rounds? Why are there so many more songs now? Yep, so we get. Because it just blew up immediately. Right. So we get the two Charismatic and Snap at the beginning. We also have Rise Up, which is, like, the group show ballad. And then we're going to get four in this round. I will say these four songs are the probably the best four songs of the show. Um, they're better than both the semifinal songs and the finale songs. So, great. So, Bad Blood is a decent song. I like the song as a song. It is a disaster of a performance because right at the beginning, there is this just rapid fire stretch of mistake after mistake after mistake, like right in a yeah. row, like five of them. And they're very obvious mistakes. And I'm just like, I don't think I've ever seen that before. Such like a domino effect of mistakes right in a row like that. Um, Crazy, actually, that they, it, it was, was that quite, bad. It was quite a lot. It was a lot of mistakes like, in a row. It, 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 you described it to me and I'm like, oh, okay. And then I watched it and I'm like, oh, like they aren't little mistakes. No. They're like the thing that the main thing they're yeah. trying to do. It's like Yayan struggles fails. for a really long time to light something on fire, and then they fail. I think two or three of their dance stunts in a row, and it's like they're uh, pretty. Yeah. Ob- the, and like the show is actively trying to edit around it, but they are like obviously something has gone wrong here it's hard to edit around when that's like the main thing on the stage and i do think part of it is because i think the choreography they were given was hard and Mm -hmm. i don't think they had a lot of say into fixing that um to begin with so they were given a really hard choreography but it was what i know about all these shows they were probably given like three days to learn right Also, Kay, no idea what to do with her face in this type of concept. I Every time I look at her in the song, I'm just like, you don't know what you're doing in this type of a song. Like, you've never done this in Lovelies before. Not for this. This is not it's like, for you. Oh, surprise. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, so that team also does Web. Web, I really like. Web is like a very kind of kind of spooky song, and that's like my aesthetic of music is like a little bit spooky, and I really like yes. that. That's fun. The other team does Overwater, which for some reason has, like, a minute and a half long, like, English narration of the plot of The Little Mermaid before the song. And it's just... It's so random. It's so random, and it is so long. It's such... It's like, we go through the whole plot of The Little Mermaid, and it's like, it's a fine song. It's a fine performance, too. Like, nothing's bad about it, but it just is so funny the first time I heard it. My main thing with this show... Is I, because again, this show is the is essentially an, another kingdom queendom thing. Yes. This show must have been breakneck mm-hmm. because there were fifty something performances in total at yeah. this point. Yep. And there were ten episodes, like every other season. And I'm yep. like, I'm I'm think because I didn't watch the pacing of it, mm-hmm. but I remember thinking back to the to the regular kingdom queendom seasons we've seen, which were also ten episodes didn't have nearly as many performances and i'm like yep no those felt they didn't feel sparse right what the hell well also what this starts happening at the, as soon as we hit episode five we also start doing live elimination episodes and so at that point we've sort of established like the timeline of when things are being filmed so it like really picks up after that point where it's like I'm we like, have a thing have and we do live breathe? right it's like they're doing so much the entire time yeah 
Um, the other song in that round is Glow Up. Glow Up is a nice song. I have big gripes with the concept and the styling of the stage performance because Glow Up feels very much like it should be a pure, like, badass girl crush, like, kind of concept and not the weird, like, 90s, like, street close sports, as like, athletic kind of vibe that they have it's for 90s, it. It's 90s, uh... It, they look like they were from 90s love, to be honest. Yeah, and it's it's like, it just, I really think it does not match the show, like, the song. It, for me, it is a very stark contrast to what the song is about, so that's my biggest problem with it. The performance is fine, otherwise, um, I think it would be better if we changed literally just the styling, and it would be better. Mm-hmm. So, it's yes. It's unfortunate, because that song is quite good. Yes, yes. So, we then eliminate... Five people, I think, at this point in time. I don't remember. Yeah, we do eliminate five people. So we lose a Charon of Cherry Bullet. Honestly, doing a really bad job the entire show. She seems like, and it, she just feels like she was not thriving in this concept. Like, she mm-hmm. just seems like she's having a bad time. Um, Julie from Momoland, Sangha from Lightsome, Soen from Weekly, and Soyeon from Triple S. That was all not surprising for most people watching the show. I think Sangha was the most surprising just because I don't think I think everyone else like I think everyone literally thought that everyone else liked her. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> and so to realize that everyone was kind of on the same page if she's doing too much was honestly pretty nice <laughs> at that point in time. I mean, it is probably better to like know that you're not the that you're not the crazy one. Right, right. Honestly, so we lose five people then. For some reason, we do a live finale elimination. And every single one of the, these elimination episodes is, like, formatted like it's the finale of the show for some reason. <laughs> and it's like we go through this whole... You gotta bring the drama. This whole thing where we, oh, here's the top seven, blah, blah, blah. And we announce that like it's a finale. And I'm like, this is literally, we have to do this two more times. Like, this doesn't mean anything. <laughs> And then ah. we go through, and I think they went through in groups, and it's like, how many people are going to get eliminated out of this song, blah, 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 type of stuff. So we get rid of those um, five people. We then get the semifinal original songs. So so many original those songs. Those are Puzzlin' by Young K of Day 6, I Don't Give Up, which is made by Bobby, and I Do, which is made by Ryan Jae-hoon. And also the person, and also just weddings. Also, it has just like, here comes the, the bride in the song, and then the wedding march is like in the intro of that performance, and I'm like, this is really a lot. I don't love that. I have thought, I- I've had very little thoughts on most of these performances. I have so many thoughts on how we make that performance right? better. It's crazy. Um, Another thing that I think is weird <laughs> about this show is it almost feels like Mnet owes Young K a favor or something throughout the entire course of this song. We talk about Young K so much on this show, and I don't know why. Um, Young K was like, bro, I do so crazy, much. It's crazy, actually. Young K knows somebody. It's crazy the amount Young of Young K that's on the show. Because they also talk about him because he wrote um, Rose Blossom for High Key. And that's the song that started getting more And that's a good song, popular. honestly. It's a good song. And so I enjoy it. So Young K better at writing songs yeah, than other making his own yep. for other people. And so, like, Huiso and Rina will just call him up on the show and ask him for advice on stuff sometimes. As if he, as, as if, if he's he just a-, a friend they can have on speed dial. It's sure. For the show he is. And then here he is again um, with this song and everything. And I'm just like, Young K, really? 
on this show way more than I would have originally thought he would ever be on this show. I mean, Young K being on this show, period, is just, oh, okay. Also, sure. this is, like, not the first time we've gotten, like, a surprise Bobby on a survival show this year, too. So Bobby no, is there's also, a lot of surprise Bobbies. Bobby also keeping himself relevant in the year 2023. Um... Because he, I do think that the Bobby song is the best of this round. I I did not think it was going to sound good given the preview that we were given because it was like, I would love that song if Bobby just sang it. But then I heard it, the demo, and I was like, this sounds like it's going to be bad, sung by women. Mm. But then when they actually did it, it was actually not bad because the verses are the song are like far better than what I was expecting them to be. So that song is pretty good. This Young K song, very boring. Like, yeah. nothing to say about it. It's fine, but it's, like, not a lot of anything going on Young K does better here. work when it gets sold, yeah. not so much when it... Again, I always think with survival shows, you have to go into it with a definite level of, like, this is not going to be anyone's top-tier work. Because mm-hmm. if it was, they wouldn't sell it to a survival show where it's going to get performed once and never again. Right, exactly. Um, And then the Ryan Jae-hoon wedding song... Okay. It's just like, what's going I have on thoughts. here? <laughs> so, I have thoughts. Uh-huh. I think the problem with this song is they don't go hard and en- they don't lean enough into wedding. Uh-huh. So, the, my, so I watched this and I'm like, well, what are they going to, my, my first thought was I, you showed, you showed me this song before it had been, right, uh, right. what's it called? Performed? Performed? Yeah. And my thought was like, if I swear to God, if they don't have lovely style bouquet mics, right? Because if you don't know, like mid by that point, it was like mid lovelies, I would assume, right? I think so. Uh, they just started dressing like bridesmaids. Yes. And there was like a there was I I like to call it the lovelies bridesmaid era, which is like two songs. Mm-hmm. They look like they're having a great time, but that was what I was expecting. They don't do that. There are veils, but they're not wearing anything resembling wedding or bridesmaid attire. Mm -hmm. And there's no goddamn bouquet mics. Yes. Which I understand because they need to dance. Fine. I think you put these girls in some short wedding dresses. Mm -hmm. You lean in. Yeah. Lean in. They don't lean in. Then that becomes disjointed and boring. Right. If you put them in some poofy wedding dresses. I'm not talking, like, gowns, but, like, Mm -hmm. some short, short little white dresses, little poof. Yeah. I I, I do. My other- The stage makes itself. Yeah. My other problem with the song is it's too high-pitched. Like, it is- It is. It's high-pitched to the point where it's hard to listen to. Absolutely. And this is- This is, like, another one of those situations where where Bora is, like, yeah, Bora's hitting the notes, but she doesn't, like, she doesn't sound very, like, good while hitting the notes. Yeah. No. Again, there's seriously being able to and being good at it. Right. Um, so that is the semifinal round. We then eliminate, I think, seven seven people? One, two, three, four. Seven people this time. Um, in theory, we would have eliminated seven in the first elimination had they not already lost two people. So it was like a we eliminate seven and then another seven. So in this one we lose um the rest of Cherry Bullet and Juwan and Bora. And the then, rest of Cherry yep, Bullet. We lose everyone in Weekly except for Jihan, so Sujin, and Zoa. Your favorite. Yep. We lose Rina of Haiki, Miru, um, and then Fee. Fee honestly did a way better on the show than I was expecting. Um, 
she was never gonna win because of the racism because of a Thai person can literally never do well on any of these shows no they can't we'll get to and it and that gave her like a pretty good edit like mnet seemed to like her too but i don't think she ever stood like an actual chance and she was not bad either she was pretty good in every performance she did it was just she had no she had no shot ever making this group rena was also pretty good it was just that a lot of um the high key like screen time was going to huiso instead because huiso is better mm. than her unfortunately yeah. but rena was not bad um, Miru, I liked. I liked her in Produce 48, too, but she was just pro- not up at the level, the skill level that everyone else here was. Yeah. Um, Sujin and Zoa, there were just too many members of Weekly on the show, honestly. There were four of them. You kind of dilute out the fan yeah. base if they have to vote for, like, six people. There were four of them, and at the for the entire show, essentially, most of the screen time and, like, popularity was going to Jihan anyway, so... I didn't yeah. expect any of them other than Jiwon to, or Jihan to really do well in the first place. And I did want to talk about just the, like, the really sad journey that Cherry Bullet went on over the course of this show. Because mm-hmm. Jiwon and Bora also went on Girls Planet 999. Um, Bora, I think, made the finale, but Jiwon um, did less well, but still did okay on the show. And so this is, like, not at all their first time on an Mnet survival show. And the two of them came into the show literally with the highest, like, ranking audition rounds, too. And they were, like, oh, wow. starting out at a high. Like, they mm-hmm. won that first round and then went into the the team battle, like, signal song thing, like, on top leading both of those teams. And then after that round, they started editing Bora, like, pretty badly. <laughs> And then they just stopped showing Jiwon entirely. So it it, it honestly kind of felt like Mnet turned their back. had it out for them because it's like, okay, we've seen enough of both of you and Cherry Bullet before. Let's give some screen time to some new people. So it, the longer the show went on, it did feel just like they just got forgotten about. And so because they were just getting no screen time at all, I think that's what really ended up tanking them because they just the show just stopped mm-hmm. caring about them. And that's kind of really sad watching them go from literally like the highest they could be on the show to getting eliminated right before the finale because they just like the show just stopped caring that they were there. Um, yeah, seems like a lot. Which is sad, but that's kind of the way these shows go sometimes, unfortunately. And there were, I guess, and I don't know if this is the we talk about this as a girl group thing. They're like shiny newer girl groups they wanted to and people they wanted to highlight instead. And I think be also because they came in and they did actually have this whole story about how Cherry Bullet and Rocket Punch have this like little fake rivalry because they debuted at the same time and they have such similar concepts and similar names and stuff like that. And everyone in Rocket Punch was doing really well on the show. And I think that that kind of overshadowed what um, they were Cheering. doing. And Sharon was yeah. also not doing super well on the show. It was mainly yeah. just Juan and Bora, so... That's unfortunate for them. I think the show just had too big of a cast. There's man. a lot of people. You cannot focus on people, There's especially so when people there are the so show. many people from the same group as yeah. well. It's hard because it's always going to be one person that rises to the top. Yeah, it's, it just seems like a lot. Mm-hmm. And so after that um, is the finale. We do have a really bad filler episode in the middle that I did not even bother watching because I heard. <laughs> It was a waste of time from someone who did watch it, and she told me not to watch it. Where it's, like, half the episode, they're just, like, reacting. 
to the past performances. It's like it's not even like we're doing like fun sports day. It's just like filled with nothing at all. Um, I don't like that they don't give uh gr- these girl group shows fun sports days. Right. It just feels like it's like let them have fun. Right. Something. And so I just didn't even bother with that because it was completely inconsequential on the show. So then we get to the finale. We get two more original songs of the finale, Billionaire and Last Piece. Last Piece Ugh. is a terrible song, number one. The song sounds I mean, Billionaire's not much better. Bad. Billionaire has the opposite problem that I have with a lot of songs. Or Billionaire feels like it's pitched too low for most of these girls to sing yeah. it. Like, it is pitched, like, abnormally low for a girl group song. Um... And so I think if we pitched it, like, a little bit higher, the song would be better. But I, when I first listened to it, and I'm like, why is this so low? Like, and that's normally not a problem you ever see with girl group songs. And it was crazy to me that that was the big problem with it. Also, because it was, like, a live finale situation, the mixing on these finale songs were so bad. Like, the yeah. audio leveling was so bad. And I'm like, I get it. It's a live finale or whatever. But... I feel like I kind of expect Emnate to be a little bit better at it at this point, considering how many of these how live much... finales they've done in the past. Like, Emnate should now. be amazing by this point. Right? Dear God. All right. So after that, they do perform um, Charismatic and Snap again, except with all of the people. So with all like 14 people who are performing it, or I guess 13 because the two people left. So we do that to just fill some time in the finale. And then we announced the announced the final seven people in the group, and that ends up being Huiso of Haiki, Nana of Wua, Yuki of Purple Kiss, K of Lovely is Yoram of WJSN, Yanhi of Rocket Punch, and Yeyan of CLC. That is completely unsurprising. No, um, all of this seemed perfect. I, I have someone yeah. who wasn't even watching the show, this feels like, oh yeah, these are the people I kept seeing yes. and hearing about. So the... So we get, like, actual, like, live reveals of this group three times in the show. The only thing that changed is Jihan was in there in the first elimination, and then Yunhee replaced her in the semifinal one and then stayed there in the finale. Like, that is the only thing about that top seven that changed even a little bit. Um, everything else was exactly the same, so it was completely unsurprising, and the group mm-hmm. is honestly pretty okay. Mm-hmm. I would have liked... Probably Suyun or Ellie in the group over Yan. Yan mm-hmm. is fine. Yan's a fine performer, but she is like bad at rapping. Like I know she's a rapper, <laughs> but I don't think she's that good. Good at, at, at I don't her think she's very good field. at it. Yeah, Yuki is uh, Yuki and Yoram honestly better. Um, and Suyun and Ellie I think would have would have added like another vocal. Although the group with Huiso alone. And K has already got pretty strong vocals, so it's not like they needed that. But I just liked the both of them better than Yan. But mm-hmm. all things considered, it's pretty balanced. It's not a bad group. Um, very curious what type of music they're gonna make because I would have expected, given like most of the original songs they did on this show, they were gonna lean into more of a girl crush concept. But uh-huh. I know they released that teaser image for they do recently, and it doesn't seem like it's going to be like that. It feels like that's it, not really where it's, it's going. It's not going to be that. So I'm very curious to see what it will be, um, because I, and it's it's weird because everyone in this group except for I think K can pull off the badass girl group concept, 
And then Katie's I look gonna at look this. A little confused yes, in the corner. but then I look at that. Well, if they don't do badass, I think Yuki struggles with not doing badass, and Yeyan also struggles with not doing badass. So it's like I don't. There's not really a middle ground here where everyone yeah. is gonna thrive. So I do think that they that they ish, that the one of the drawbacks of having uh, debuted idols, yeah. all debuted idols, is that these girls have had years to cultivate what they're very good at yeah exactly because like if they were rookies rookies are a little more malleable like you can you have time you can train a rookie right these people are in they got their concept and it's like some of the newer yeah some of the newer idols on this group they wanted to do different concepts and stuff and even some of the older idols they're like that's the thing they want to do is like oh i've known for this but i can also do all these other things Sometimes they're good at that. Sometimes they're really bad at it. And sometimes they know. And also then you have like, then you have like Kay, who's just been doing this for so long. It's like, this is what I'm good at. This is what I know. That's the same thing with Yayan too. Yayan did not do a single thing outside of what she has done in CLC her entire career. Like Yayan very much knew, this is what I'm good at. These are the songs I'm going to do because I know I'm good at them. So... It's, and, and look, that's not honestly, bad. that does keep you at least from embarrassing yourself exactly. on television. Right. Which I think is what these girls least want to do. Exactly. Even above winning a show. Mm-hmm. It's if you ruin the, I mean, none of these girls are superstars, but like the, the little branding you have, if you ruin that for one Mnet show. Right. I think that's the least these people want to do. Exactly. Yeah. But that was Queendom puzzle, essentially. Wasn't a for, bad show. For being called some one of the shadiest shows, I remember it's not, so many people thought it was shady. It's not that shady. It, it's like the least shady thing I've ever seen. These the people only, seem like they're having a great time. The only other shady part is in that team, um, the Kingdom Round 3 Part 1 round. I think they had to vote someone out of their team at some point in time mm-hmm. and that they had a whole editor on that. Um, but it's like, I, it's it was fine. Like... I, th- I think it ended up being the person who got that the worst was Sujin of Weekly. And I think it was very sad because she also ended up, she ended up realizing that her team was voting for her. So she also voted herself out of the oh team. Oh my God. That's so sad. <laughs> like that is kind of really sad. Um, But she gets a nice edit around that. um, Kind of having to build up her self-esteem afterwards. So I don't think they were like mean. It's like. Whenever that stuff happens, like, they don't edit it to be mean to the person who is in that situation, which is a I lot think more you have to than, going like, to these shows a lot of with, other shows like, would do, yeah. These aren't rookies. That's the other thing. The like, thing. these are adults. These are have people been doing who have... This for years. They have They've established a career in some way. It's like, when we're in situations like that, I do- it's not the end of the world for them. Like, they've no. gone through the trainee system. They've been an idol. It's like, I don't... And I, th- had I feel worse like things said all of to them. them, to an extent, also realize that. So for people watching it to be mega upset at it, it's like, okay, they're they're Wild. gonna be fine. Like it'll be okay. But yes, right. shall we move on to Are You Next? Sure. All right. So this show is B Lift's new show. Mm-hmm. Uh, making uh, this group. What a group. Oh, we haven't even spoken about uh, Level Up. Not Level Up. Yes. L's Up. L's Up. Wait. L's Up. L's Up. I keep calling them Level Up because I think L's is short for something. Yeah, nope. It, it's a terrible name. Level Up would have been a better name. Yeah. 
And that it was originally L's up, and then U plus P for the up, and, and they eventually took that out, and I'm like, okay, it's better, but just by a little bit. Like, it's still bad, pretty much. Like, it's the not rest a great of it is still time. bad. Yeah. So, and for Ari, I mean, Ari Next's name isn't. It's honestly, it's, it's equally it's as bad. Equally it's as bad, equally as if bad, if not worse. Like, it's bad. Might be worse because it's permanent. Yep. That one's at least. I can understand using L's up. L's up is at least a fun like, little side project for a little bit, and that's all that exactly. is. Exactly. So, this is permanent. So, RU Next had 22 contestants uh, Jiwoo, Funa, Moa, Chanel, Yuna, Minju, Jungyun, Mocha, Zihyun, Ruka, Yewon, Jimin, uh, Hyowon, Youngso, Yuisa, Wanhee, Hassel, Eruna, Iris, Himena, Soyeon, and Ina. Uh, only about 10, much like all these shows, only about 10 people matter by the end. Of course. <laughs> because everyone becomes a side character. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, some notable-ish trainees from before. Uh, probably the most notable coming in was Ruka, who is uh, heavily featured in that Lee Seraphim pre-debut documentary. Which somehow also is the post debut documentary that uh, refuse that uh, does not acknowledge that Garum was in the group right, ever. Right, right, of course. Very we, confusing. Of course, we she couldn't. has more screen time <laughs> than Garum does. Of course, but she was cut right at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, Minju is a former YG trainee, heavily thought to maybe be have possibly gonna be in uh, Baby Monster. Mm-hmm. Those were like the two big trainees. Some other trainees are also parts of other. Um, What's it called? Companies. We have people that were in SM. We have people that were in Adore, Source Music, but all of that. Those were mainly the two I heard about coming into this show. So you get the audition stages, which is... um, So since there's 22 of them, most of the audition stages have uh, three people. Mm -hmm. One of them, Dreams Come True, has four because it's all of the children. Of course, of course. (laughs) It's all the children. There's a 12-year... There is a 12-year-old. That's the other person I wanted to mention. There is a 12-year-old, mm-hmm. Ina. Uh, trust me, she is not the worst person on the show. <laughs> Somehow, many things about the show overshadow the fact that there's a 12-year-old on it. Crazy. But whatever. Um, and then one group, uh, when I move, has one person who wasn't there because she had COVID. <laughs> mm-hmm. She didn't perform it. She had COVID. Unfortunate for her. So the way it works is much like how everything is. You do the first performance and then everyone has to be ranked high because you can't do ABC and you can't do, uh, what's it? There's other ones, but like this show decided to do high, medium, low. Mm -hmm. And the other thing was that within your group, only one of you could be high, medium, and low, except for the four person group, which I think ended up with two high people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so overall, uh, a choice. Okay. <laughs> to do that within the group, like, right. there were people that there were people that did phenomenal. Right, right. That ended up in low because they were in high. It's an it's unfor it's really unfortunate. It's unfortunate yeah. for it's them. Really it's not their fault. A really weird way to set it up. <laughs> right. Um. So, uh, the the other thing I will say is that there is a twelve year old in this group. The minute you, st- like, in age order, it goes 12, and then immediately, like, 15, 16 years old. Like, there is not a, ga- there's no bridge there. It's, that's cool. it. So they do all of the, 
all of the um audition performances personally bad boy is the best one and dreams come true is the worst one because dream come true has the 12 year old right uh iris who is not that good and also wanhee who is not good and i will maintain that forever mm -hmm. um so then and also it's uh in when i move um yiwoon who had covid immediately got put in low because she wasn't there unfortunate very unfortunate unfortunate for her but hey that's <laughs> life that's life that's life um so then they get their first it's technically round two i'll go with round two because that's how they divide it which is called the death match so essentially uh since you're in high medium and low you then get they get split up into there's three songs it's gonna be two groups from two different levels this is the most complicated thing to explain mm -hmm. and i'm sorry if it doesn't make sense because i i needed to listen to it like twice to fully get it uh-huh so the girls are re-ranked into like high a and mid a it's what mid a high a low a and then low b mid b high b essentially you're re-ranked into those categories uh -huh. and then you two of you have to do uh one performance so it's mid a and low b doing the seraphim's fearless high a mid b doing attention and high b low a doing uh give and taken i'm not getting into who's in each performance because now i'm getting myself confused <laughs> it's a lot the system is a lot it's this round so is the confusing. most confusing round I've ever seen. And then how you're scored is that each girl within that, because your perform the way the performance works is that like, okay, one group does one part of the song, the other group does the other one, and then you go do the last chorus together. And it's like, which great. is also so confusing it's solo way and to get the performance yes. as well. Uh, so then each girl is individually ranked one through a hundred, and then the average of the it's it's four people per uh group the average of those four people is the team score and then whoever within that whichever team within those two gets the higher uh <laughs> the higher score is the winner of the match uh-huh that was wild, one of the I'm, wild stuff so uh in fearless mid a beats low b that means nothing okay. to like okay uh in new jeans attention high a beats mid b and then in and hypens given taken high b beats low a uh to be honest honestly low b was better and fearless in my opinion that's my opinion but honestly a lot of these are fine the only notable thing that happens is that there's the first bit of drama uh-huh so one of the girls in and height in give and taken just falls flat on her butt. <laughs> uh huh. Just falls, and it's because I think nice. at one point because it's a double performance. One group is out there, and like a piece of jewelry from like the high B team, I think her choker falls off, mm. and then that causes one of the other girls in low A to. I think it's um. Uh, I think it's Eruha, but uh, it's whatever. Uh, she just trips on it and falls. Mm. And then it's a whole thing of they gotta, like, figure out, like, okay, you tripped on what? Did they... 
And I'm like, are you trying to imply that, that someone, someone like, sabotaged? Purpose? Fuck off. Fuck off, everybody. Oh my God. So after this, because I want this round to be over, I'm running through it because I hate it because uh-huh. it confuses it's very, me. It's so confusing and for what? I hate it. Um, They re-rank all the girls. So they re-rank them. It's a high, medium, and low. And then only the girls in low are up for elimination. And I didn't fully know this going in, but apparently it's a one-person elimination because they only got rid of um, Ursa. That's it. One girl got eliminated, and I'm like, "That's cruel." That was to eliminate a lot one to do person. that entire round for one person to go home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the next round is easy. The next round is much easier. So it is like a double. It's an all. It's called the all rounder performance. They are divided into three units, seven members each, and each of them are going to do two concepts it's heel choreography and hip-hop choreography mm-hmm. and then the heel choreography also includes a prop so you got uh chunga's dream of you uh which had a uh, cane choreography uh fx's four walls which had fans and then girl generations the boys which had a hat thank god the boys won because dear god is it um the best one by a mile I will say, I do like that we brought back heel choreo. Mm-hmm. I don't know how this is going to greatly affect the group long term because I don't fully know what concept we're going to go for, given the lineup we chose. Uh-huh. Yep. But that's that. We'll get to that. Well, we'll guess we'll um, see. <laughs> I will say this is beginning to be where um, certain things start to come out, which is one that Chanel is amazing and I love her. Mm-hmm. loved her from the beginning love her this is also especially in the stream of you before not that it wasn't super obvious in her uh audition stage but one he looks terrified in dream of you specifically uh-huh. she has this thing that where she's just it looks like she's looking into your soul i don't know it's i it's honestly in my mind i hope that she's it, she looks blank and that's more of the problem, is yep. she either looks scared or blank. Th- there looks like there is nothing behind her eyes. Like, it is a little bit scary. At least if she, at least if I could tell that she was like, and one, two, three, four, one, two, like right. she was counting beats. Like, no, it looks it's like there's nothing no- there. Nothing happening. And I understand that she has only been training for a month, but also the other issue is the fact that I don't know if it's because they have much lower expectations for her. But these judges seem to give her so much leeway, and you see that starting here and through the rest of the show where they will praise her for things when she's dead-eyed looking at the camera. Straight at the camera. Dear God, straight at camera. Um, And then other people get criticized for things that are, like, minor in comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, Just saying. Makes you think if there's, like, nepotism so, involved. There's... There's supposed nepotism involved. <laughs> That's always my go-to if not, like a situation like that. I mean, happening. I like, it's it, gotta be nepotism. Honestly, right? I hope. <laughs> truly speaking, I hope there's nepotism involved because at least that's a reason. Mm-hmm. At least I want a fucking reason. Damn it. Uh, also, I forgot to mention the way they picked all these teams was that um, within each level, high, medium, and low, they picked the top-ranking girl, and then that girl got to uh, each. Uh, they basically 
were like, okay, stand behind the person you want to work with. And they all figured it out amongst themselves. It was fine. Mm -hmm. But so then the second part of this uh, all rounder challenge is to do a hip hop performance. Again, something else that I don't think is super going to be useful to this group long term. But I understand that on these shows, you're just like throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks. Uh, We got a surprise Jay Park cameo (laughs) to teach them about hip hop. Oh, boy. Love that. Jay Park. Jay Park. Super useful, man. Super useful. He's doing great. He's here. He didn't give them great advice. He I don't even think he gave them any advice. <laughs> um, so the songs are G Idol My Bag, CL's Tie a Cherry, a song I didn't know existed. Because I, <laughs> I have not, not been keeping up with CL's solo career in the last couple of years. And then Lisa's Money. Mm-hmm. All three of these are very different hip hop songs. With very different strengths. Mm -hmm. I will say, I kind of love both. That Money performance is amazing in the way that it made me like the song Money, which I realized maybe at least is the problem and not the song. I don't know. I'm now very confused about my thoughts on Money. Mm -hmm. But that happened. Uh, Taya Cherry is really good. I really enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. And CL, I don't really enjoy the CL version. I'll give it that, but I wouldn't like that song anyway. It's not for me. And then we get to My Bag. My Bag is a good song. I enjoy that song. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened here. Oh, God. It had all of the wrong people to do this song. Oh, no. Because you had Wanhee, the beginning there. Of course, of course. You also have people like uh, Ruka, which do, who don't fit this concept, even, like, a G-Man a little bit. Like, pure hip-hop concept, especially for, like, rookie girl groups, is hard to pull off. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't work. And this song specifically, I don't know it was... Because the other two groups figured it out. This group did not. I don't... The vibes were really off. Wan He was dead staring at me the whole time. Of course. It was a lot. Oh, no. Also, at some point during all of this, I think Iris kind of starts to give up a little bit. So there's two Thai girls in the show. It's Iris and Moa. Uh, Both of these girls, uh, I've it's official. Thai Thai contestants can't do well on these shows officially. They can't. They They just. I mean, this show more like in terms of the girls' talent wise, I understand, especially Mm -hmm. Iris. But, like, really, it's just none of them? None of the shows. We can't get a single tie kid? A single kid. one. A single one. We're O for, like, a, I don't even know how many this year on tie contestants. This year? Yeah. Uh, so many. Three? Four. Four. Every single show there we've we've watched this year. There were two year. on Boys Two or three? There were two, two on Boys, Boys Planet. Planet. Uh, two on There were Fantasy two Boys. on Fantasy Boys. There were two here. And one on Queendom Puzzle, so. So if you count individual people, that's seven. We're 0 for 7. <laughs> this year, and that's been going on for every other mm-hmm. show ever. So that was that, and then Money Does Win, which I do like because it has the best people. Nice. And then, so there is another elimination. Uh, Hustle, Iris, and Anna. Anna, who is the 12-year-old, do go home. I fully expected that because at no point were they calling this 12-year-old the next... Like, the 12-year-old I saw from the beginning was here to, like, gain her, uh... Gain some experience, right. more so. Right, right. 
as opposed to like a one he who they were pushing here yeah yeah so those three perfectly fine and an elimination people were expecting so the next is the vocal dance battle the specialist battle so sure. you're divided into two vocal songs two dance songs they got Beckyarians across the universe which had uh jiwoo yuna Dungyeon and Wanhee. Mm. Mm-hmm. Also, every time there's elimination, they are re-ranking these girls. I stopped paying attention because it did not matter. Fair. The only thing that matters is only the girls in low have even a chance of being eliminated. Right, right. And then Taeyeon Spark, which had Yiwon, Minju, Chanel, and Soyeon. Look, I think Spark is cursed. It's cursed. It's a cursed song. It's a cursed song. It's a cursed song for survival shows. Because I, they keep, I love, I think Spark is actually a very good song. My thing with it is that much like how they did in Kingdom uh, Legendary War, it's always used as a purely vocal song Mm -hmm. and only for a vocal evaluation. They put it up against a pure ballad and that song is not a ballad. So it's always going to lose the ballad when it is overall a much more interesting performance. Right. It's a more fun performance. Also, side note, Woozy's a guest judge on this se- on this oh, nice. um good for him. on this episode. He actually sounded like he knew what he was talking about. I'll get to the judging in a minute. Mainly one oh, yeah. mainly when I saw talking about fan reaction. Yes, yes. Cuz there was a lot going on with the show. Oh boy. Uh so that happened. Obviously Cross Universe wins cuz it's a ballad. Right. Ballad always wins that. Ballad always wins. So then we get to uh, the dance battle, which is more interesting. So we get After School's Bang, which had Young So, Eroha, Heiwan, uh, Ruka, and Moa. And then we have uh, Wonder Girls Tell Me, which had Jihyun, Jimin, Himena, Mocha, and Funa. Uh, Tell Me is one of the most charming little performances I've ever seen. It's so cute. They were having so much fun. They win, and I was very happy for them. Not that Bang is bad. We keep having to get Bang. I mean, I like it. Bang keeps getting covered once every, like, four or five years, as it as it should. It's a staple song. It's very good. It's a great but song to cover. Me, it is. It's also, I think, a very easy song to cover mm-hmm. because it is... There's nothing super, like... Like, there's no super big high notes. It's all, like, it's more of a cheer than a sing. Mm-hmm. I think it works really well. Not knocking it. I think it's great. Uh, I also think, overall, both of the dance performances were stronger than the vocal performances. And I also just think that's because they picked more interesting performances to do. I also think vocal performances a lot of times can get boring because it is just people standing and singing. Right. But that's just me. Right, right. And we're obvious, and we're I've notoriously the not ballad people. The, the vocal performances, especially because there's so many ballads, and I just like can't care about ballads. Yeah, and also I think uh, I think it's Ruka almost falls and bang too. So that's also oh, probably no. why they lost. Someone stumbled a little bit. <laughs> oh no, I think it's uh, Iruha. I think she almost falls. Oh no, which is unfortunate for her. She's good. I think a lot of people are fine. I just think that a lot of t- that is a stumble. That is not quote unquote sabotage. Mm-hmm. Um. So then we get another elimination, and then we have 
Yewan, Moa, and Ruka all eliminated, which was the first surprise because a lot, I think a lot of people expected Ruka to do quite well, mm-hmm. especially with her Lee Seraphim connection. Right. But also, I do not think that she was the direction that they thought this group was going to go. I don't think she was going to fit. She... See, the thing with her and all my negatives about her or negatives I can say about people that actually made the group, mm-hmm. because I do think she has quite a limited... Uh, frame of what i think she's comfortable doing yeah she likes the more elegant cons like she did dum da dum by a pink for her audition song and i think that's the kind of concept i think she's very good at mm-hmm. and i don't know if that's the direction they wanted this sh- this group to go but then again yeah. with the lineup we got i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> so this next round this next round is what i like to call it's like fantasy boys round two uh-huh which is this is what they called the concept game oh of course of course so essentially there's three doors there is a green door a purple door and a red door and then on that door there are uh pictures of different girl groups so on the green door is a picture of 21 on the purple door there's a picture of oh my girl and on the red door there's a picture of specifically uh all of red velvet it is all of red velvet right keep that in mind yes Keep that in mind, And so, essentially, you go from lowest to highest ranked. You go and you open a door and you go in. And then if someone higher ranked than you also goes in the door, they can kick you out. There wasn't really too much drama there. It was fine. They all figured it out. Mm -hmm. But, so it turns out that the green door is doing I Don't Care by 21. Purple is doing the fifth season by Oh My Girl. And then the red door is specifically Monster by the Red Velvet subunit of Irene and Solgi. Why was all member very, Red Velvet? That fell the bait and switch. Super misleading it's on purpose. Bait and switch right there. And the same way that bait Fantasy Boys switch. was also a bait and switch in some of those costumes. Yes. So this is where we start to get some drama. There was no drama in I Don't Care. That was just my favorite performance of the whole show. Yeah. They were having the most fun. They were, uh, it was Youngso, Jihyun, Jimin, Minju. And Haewon. Having a great time. Lovely. All of them fit the concept. All of them were doing a great time. Um, another group that had, like, no drama, really, was Monster, which had Jiwoo, Iruha, Yuna, Jungyun, and Funa. There was actually no drama amongst these people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My drama is with, what the hell did they do to the song? Uh-huh. <laughs> they yes. made it, they, they remixed it into, like, this weird, like rock song it felt like the instrumental was not matching the actual song yeah, i don't know what they did it was like the mixing is the problem and i'm like bad yeah i, I don't but, know what's going on with that performance honestly i quite like their singing i like all the people in this group it was fine they were good the problem really was the mixing mm-hmm. the, it wins and i can understand it winning because they're judging the performers and not like Something they have no control over, which is the instrumental of a song they didn't even know they were performing right. from a door that was entirely misleading. Right, so, right. like, really stack, deck stacked against them, mm-hmm. honestly. But I get it. So I can understand what happened there. And then we get to Oh My Girl, which is the fifth season, The Purple Door. It had Soyeon, Himena, Chanel, Mocha, and Wanhee. Okay. So, they... It's an Oh My Girl song. It's a difficult song to sing. Oh My Girl has great vocalists. Yes. It's also yes, yes. an ethereal concept. It's a good time for everybody. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. 
So they give Chanel the rap parts. They give her all of Mimi's parts, which is fine. She's one of the, like, she can do it. She did very well at it. And then they give Wanheat, who is apparently, like, main vocal material. They keep praising her sure. vocals. At some point, they are just trying, the judges are also, the judges and Wanheat are trying to push more and more of the song onto Chanel. And Chanel gets pissed. As she should. Uh, there was this viral clip and they used it in the marketing of like her kind of snapping at Wanhe. And I'm like, I agree with her because it's your part. Right. Do your part. I fully understand. And it also is at this point that Chanel starts to look so sad. Yeah. And I felt so bad. I showed she you a really clip of Chanel through, and you're like. I, every time you showed me her, I was like, she looks like she's going through an awful time on this show. <laughs> I felt so bad for her because I fully understand her frustration and I get it. Mm -hmm. Because Wan He can't do the part. So I'm like, then yeah. why are you giving Wan He the whole part? Right. Why is she here? Why are you praising her for one? And also, why are you trying to pass the bucket? If she's going to fail, let her fail. Right. That's what these shows are for. Like, let them fail and let them get eliminated. That's what, isn't that, like, this is. Is that not what this is This about? is a competition. Yeah. <laughs> to quote Jesse, <laughs> I'm not here to make friends. This is a competition. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. And then also, um, as a lot of people have pointed out, and you can. Argue about it all you want, but Wan He very greatly relies on the backing track for that for most of that song. Yeah. Greatly relies on it because she is not hitting that high note. Yeah. <laughs> not even trying. So then in a surprise other bit, uh, each of these groups then sends a representative to do the black mission, which is then essentially for each person to so the green team sends Young So, Purple sends Himena. And Red sends Iruha to do a Blackpink shutdown. Mm -hmm. I don't fully know why we did this. It felt kind of pointless. It seems confusing. But it was a good, it was a good performance. I enjoyed it. Uh -huh. Iruha wins. Good for her. That was fun. Cool. Cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. It was a good time. It really was just a waste of an episode, I think. Yeah. You know, you gotta fill time. You do. That, you do a lot of fill in time on these shows. You do. Um, and then we get an elimination. Soyeon, Funa, and Heiwon are eliminated. Can you notice I have yet to say any of the people that are involved in drama? Uh-huh. Yeah. Really. <laughs> None of the people involved in drama have been eliminated cool. yet. So now we finally reach the semifinals. Finally. I'm trying to breathe. I'm trying to run through the actual show. Because really all the yeah. fun parts happened outside of the right. show. So, it is the original songs. So, it's a twofold. It's, like, two original songs, and they also have to do another bit of covers. And I'm like, why? Of course. Why are we doing this? Uh, so, it's Pride, which is Jimin, Chanel, Yuna, Jihyun, Youngso, and Himena. And then Scrum. I still can't get over yep, that title. that's a title for a song. Which is uh, Jungyun, Wa uh, Wanhee. Ziwu, Iruha, Minju, and Mocha. The thing with this is also that a lot they are divided into these two songs by the judges of what because the, they audition and then they're divided. Yeah. And would you like to know a little bit of shade, which is also why everyone says the show's rigged, which it kind of is, but also right. is very funny, is that Jiwu, who's in Scrum, and Chanel, who's in Pride, wanted to switch. Uh huh. Because they were both getting critiqued for what they're doing in that song. Right. And they're like, well, I really want to do Pride and you really want to do Scrum. Do you want to switch? And the judges did not let them. Sad. <laughs> this was very early in the, like, of them doing all of this. Right. 
and they were just not allowed to. And I'm like, that's okay, sure. But then, then they proceeded to like be extremely harsh on them, both of them, that they didn't really fit the concept. And I'm like, yeah, because you put them in the wrong concept. What are you talking switch, about? They, like explicitly told you that. <laughs> what is wrong with you people? I feel like. Uh-huh. I feel like I'm taking cri- You know how I said, like, how a lot of those eliminations on Queen and Puzzle were like, well, at least you felt like you weren't taking crazy pills? Right. Through this whole show, I felt like I was taking yeah. crazy pills. I'm like, am I the insane one? Am right, I right. am I I'm the death one? Like, what's right going now? on? Yes. Also, it's also one of those where you can tell just from- I mean, there's only two songs. There's really not a lot of competition. But, like, you can really tell what the- how it was gonna go from the beginning because yeah. it's like well yeah scrum is the more conventionally good song it's more the most conventional song so of course that's gonna win and it did right uh the the way i would describe pry and the way i described kayla was it's if it's it's in the same vein of if you did a girl crush version of switch and snacks mm-hmm. switch from boys planet snacks from boys fantasy right and uh, originally you were like, I don't know what that means. And then and you then listen to it and you're it, like, I'm I like, got okay, what it I got means. it. I get it. It's exactly what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, at some point, I just, I have notes on here and I just wrote, these judges have absolutely no respect for Chanel. Uh-huh. Which is hilarious because they don't. That's very sad They had for no Chanel. respect for her. Also, at one point, this was the funniest thing because I did start laughing. Uh, when Scrum was being performed, it was performed. You saw, I showed you parts yes. of that song. Yes, yes. It was fine. It was fine. Right? Would you like to guess what the judges did? They cried. They cried. They were so, they cried. They were like, oh, I'm so proud of all of you. You did them. I'm like, what? real, this? What? This is what we cry. This is, this is where we cry. They cried. Of course they cried. Okay. I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> um, it's so bad. Uh, and then Chanel and uh, G Hyun are eliminated, and I cried. Uh-huh. I didn't cry. I actually didn't cry, but I was angry. At that point, Chanel in time, looked you, angry. At that point in time, I think Chanel, like, like people could see the Chanel one coming, but still. Yeah. Oh, I did forget to talk about Eleven and Feel Special. So, uh, Pride team did Eleven. Feel Sp- uh, Scrum team did Feel Special. Of course, Feel Special ones. Everyone's little favorites were in that. Yeah. Um. I will say one thing that people got super upset about, and I was also a little upset, which is where I think I wrote, these judges have no respect for Chanel. Uh So she does the beginning chorus part of Eleven, Mm -hmm. and they said that she was off key. Uh And then when you listen to it and you compare it, I'm like, are you also saying that Ive was off key? Because that's That's exactly how I said it. It's identical. (laughs) Like, is Ive also off key? Because, like, this is where we are now. I... They must have, have something against her. They do, and I think it's racism. Yeah. Because Chanel is, yeah. has the J problem of, yeah. it's, we're on the J, yeah. we're on the, 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 the Samuel. Samuel. Yep, yep, yep. Even though I think she is half white, but like, Still. the only Similar. one that's worked out was Selmy. I know. And that was like six years ago. It's been longer than six years. It's been a long When was time. that? 2016. It's been a very long. So, eight years? Eight years! Damn! Damn. <laughs> Eight years. It's been eight years since it's worked out. And who watched produce? I mean, everyone watched produce season one, but like that was not right. like survival shows have some have come such a long way since the produce recent season one. K-pop. I blame probably them. haven't seen that. So, because nope. where do you even find that anymore? Where do you? Oh my god, where would you find produce season one? 
It's got to be somewhere. I'm sure but it's yeah, on, like, no. K-Show 1, 2, 3 or some shit like that. Absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, no, they have absolutely no respect for Chanel, and I'm very upset. So then we get to the finale. In the finale, we have the song. They, they do two more songs. So they do Aim High and Desperate. I love having a song called Desperate in, the finale in, of your, your, show. in your finale yeah, of your show. Send in a message, I guess. So Aim High is a cute little, little uh, what's it called? cheerleader concept oh yes desperate is a more like badass girl crush kind of sci-fi weird little thing uh they're both fine honestly they're they're subpar songs but i think most finale songs are subpar because except for jelly pop icon of our time but like i think most finale songs are like the least amount of effort you put because they don't actually mean anything yeah they're there to fill time in the finale yep Yep, yep. So, I think we got to... Oh, and then they also do... So, the uh, signal song for this, much like how IU did the signal song for Island, uh, Susie did the signal song for Are You Next? Of course. Worse. Yeah. It's exactly it's how worse, that sounds. It's definitely it's a worse, worse It's worse... Um, worse into the island. <laughs> worse into the island. Yep. It's not ter- It's not the worst thing. Su- it's right. maybe one of the better things Susie's done. But it's not But it's IU. worse into the island. It's not IU. Definitely not IU. Maybe maybe this... Did they also trade... No. They traded Sugar to get into the island. What did they trade for... Su- what did they trade Susie? Because they can't... She can't get Sugar. Yeah. Did they trade like... I don't know. No, I don't think it's good enough for 17. Did they trade like a Becco feature? Maybe. Something like that. <laughs> I don't follow Susie enough to know. What I don't follow Susie at all. I'm just yeah. thinking what would be the equivalent of the fact that for, I, like, right after she did Into the Island, IU got to, like, get, like, Sugar to produce, like, three songs. Mm-hmm. I wonder what she, what Susie got in return. Right. Uh, but, yeah. So that happened. And then we get the, I will say, give one, th- uh, you know how you said that the, um, eliminations every elimination for queendom puzzle seemed like the finale Mm -hmm. every elimination for are you next was about 10 minutes long (laughs) more shows should do that like they just got these girls out of there fast also they did it the worst way possible why would you start by announcing your number one pick first Mm -hmm. that doesn't make any sense to me well i guess it it doesn't matter in a case like that it doesn't but also i feel like the number one pick is always like saved for last but i don't know but also i guess because it's like um half of it some of them were voting and some of the like were judges it's it was like weird like that i don't know fair enough look so the group i wanted because I have three lists right. here. It's the group. Yes, it's yes. my favorite girls. Right. It's the group I was hoping we were going to get right. on finale li- on like finale night. And the group we actually got. What do you want to start with? Let's see. I want your favorites first. So my favorites, my top six were Chanel, Himena, Jimin, Youngso, Minju, and Jiwoo. Mm-hmm. Those are my those are my favorites. I put uh those are my top six. I knew for a fact Timina was not gonna get in there, and nor did I really like she's my favorite. Do I think she should have been in the group? Probably not. I do think she still needed a little bit little bit more work. Uh-huh. The group I thought like the best group I thought we could get was Mocha Jimin, Youngso, Yuna, 
Minju and Jiwoo. Mm-hmm. Still most of my favorites in there. And it's honestly, I was expecting like there's like having this group and weirdly without like a G-man in there. She was doing so well through that whole show. Yeah. It shocked me that she didn't make it. But the thing is, if you look at like the voting announcements, mm-hmm. she was fourth in voting Mm -hmm. but because it was a four yeah done by production two done by the people right right the only two that the people got to pick were Wan he and young so and then the other four were picked by production and i'm like okay sure and i do think they only picked mocha just because they were like we can't have an all korean group and technically still call ourselves an international (laughs) group because really for an international group they only had very korean (laughs) It's one very Korean, and also even in terms of like from the twenty-two kids we had, we had one, two, three, four, five, six Japanese kids, two Thai girls, and two people that were Korean American. Then everyone else was just Korean. Yeah, and they were getting rid of those Japanese girls like immediately. Uh-huh. It was insane. So th- let's get to the group we ended up getting. So Wanhee came first crazy i so she's first in korean voting Mm -hmm. all vote because let's be honest by in the finale in korean voting counted like international voting only counted for like 30 percent of the overall right vote and that's insanely low yeah like wild korea this is exactly the kind of person korea loves Uh i don't understand it it doesn't make sense but it's the kind of idol korea enjoys yep Though it is also the kind of idol that Korea immediately turns on as a punching bag. Mm-hmm. And which is what I feel like they're going to do to this girl. Because once she debuts and she's not actually a trainee and she's still... And she's in a K-pop like group, that, actually, yeah. They're going to turn on her. Yep. And this is just something that Korea does all the time. Yep, yep. Which is unfortunate for her, but also, like, Korea, why do you do this? Crazy, actually. It's wild. Insane behavior. <laughs> unhinged behavior i say mm-hmm. uh then we got young so who has just been solid through the whole show liked her the whole time uh minju our former yg trainee solid the whole show was always up there she actually came third in the voting great uh we got eruha who was at one point first in voting like she'd done well but had been dropping off slowly mm-hmm. in terms of how the voting worked but that's fine uh, what else we got? We got Mocha, who is our, I think, only international... Wait, let me let me make sure of that. I gotta check one person. Is she our only international member? No. Iruha is also Japanese. So there's two international members. Hey, two-sixths. One-third. Mm-hmm. Could be worse. One-third uh, is, then- like, the cutoff for a lot of groups for that's about as international of a group as we can be. One-third. Yeah. I do want to know what we're going to do with this one third where none of you speak yep. English. Yep. So many thoughts. Yep. So little time. And then uh, Yuna, who has just been going, again, she's been steadily good throughout the whole show. Like, there's people that have been steadily good. There's people who have been steadily shit, but still got in the group. Yep. Who's to you say? <laughs> again, if goes. you made it this far, bona fide haters. Both of us. Take that level with, take that, uh take that with pride mm-hmm. all right so people i want to talk a little bit about we're done with the show that's the show right that's what that's what objectively happened on the show uh-huh. 
Now let's talk about what subjectively happened outside the show. Right. So there has been a word. And I don't know if I want to say this word because I feel like YouTube doesn't want me to say this word. Uh-huh. That people have been calling these judges. And I think we use that word too liberally in the K-pop community. Uh-huh. Do you know what I'm talking about? It starts with a P. No. Ends with an edophile. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. Uh-huh. A lot of people have been throwing Weird. that word around because of this show. Because a lot... I think it's mainly because, one, he is like... How old is she? She's 16. Mm-hmm. And technically the oldest member of this group is 19. Right. But the oldest member that this group could be is 21. So, like, mm-hmm. really, we're not that much lower. Like, realistically. But I, most of these kids are 19, 19, 18. Youngest is 16. Which, that's enough. Yeah. I feel like 16 is, like, a perfectly acceptable Perfectly age reasonable to age debut. to debut. Yeah. I don't understand. And then also, it's just been like, oh, well, they're creepily smart. I'm like, yeah, the girls are performing. Do you want them to stare stone-faced at them? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Also, I do think it also had to do with, um, I don't, I can't imagine these are correlated, but a lot of people thought they were. So a lot of the, the, the two main, like, okay, let's talk about some of the judges. The judges included Kim Jae-hwan. Whom why, no one why cared is he about. Here? I don't care about Why him. is he here? He's so confusing. He was none of the good or problematic judges, to be honest. Like, yeah. there were good and there were also problematic judges. He was neither and he was present. He was, a, is he all was I there. Say. He was there. Uh, Joe Kwan was also there and I think he had a good time uh, doing a, a female show. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Great. Love he that wore higher him. heels than those girls did when he was tr- helping them him. with the heel choreo and I love that for him. I love that they did heel choreo and then never brought the heels back for any other performance. Of course not. Because also, like, that's just been the trend of K-pop. Because if you go back, we because we've been doing our, like, best of every year right, series. right. Going back to, like, second gen, especially yeah. early second gen, every girl Everyone group was, was always heels. in heels. And we're talking, like, four-inch, five-inch heels yep. is a lot. But, like, these girls, and now they've just, like, the heels have gone down and everyone's in boots. Right. Which, you know, probably better for the current level of K-pop dancing. Right. But still, it's very funny that I thought, I'm like, we're gonna bring back heels with this group? Mm-hmm. No, we're not. Look at this lineup. Juan, he gonna... Juan, he can't, Juan, he do can't that. walk. Juan, he can't Juan, do he that. can't walk in heels. Juan, he... Juan, he looks like a baby deer who's just learning to walk for the first yeah, time. Yeah, Juan, he definitely can't dance in heels. Uh, so that's the thing. The the main people that got criticism mainly is one. It's, uh, Lee Hyun. So. Uh-huh. I like how this man's trajectory has changed in the last two years. Yep. Because before the last two years, I don't think anybody knew who he was. Because nope. he was just the the, the other the, the, Hive artist. The resident old man of Hive. I don't think even people even did. They're like, oh, BTS, only Hive artist. I'm like, not the only one. Right. But the only one still consistently making music. Right, right. And then we got that, like, uh, game caterers or whatever it's called mm-hmm. last year with all the Hive artists. Yes. And he was great. He was, he was having fun. such a fun time. And then he does this show and people call him that word. Uh-huh. I think he also grew a weird mustache, to be honest. <laughs> okay. It was not a <laughs> probably, flattering look. It's not helping the mustache. It didn't help. But also at the same time, he... <laughs> 
he also then shaved it for the finale. Okay. Which, again, I don't know if there's a correlation or a causation here. Right. But it's very funny that conveniently he didn't have it for, only for the finale uh-huh. after everything else had aired. Uh-huh. That's hilarious. So I'm like, did he Did he hear? Mm-hmm. Did he hear us? Does he know? Maybe. But they, again, this show has been very much talk of blatant favoritism. And there has been. Very much so. Yeah. My thought with this is that finally when this the group was announced... Is when I started hearing the trickles of, well, Hive always had the idea. I don't think the judges were able to say what they wanted. I'm like, this is... You didn't think of this three months ago? Like, Uh you thought that... Like, what? You didn't go into that show thinking that to begin with? Maybe it's just because we're old and jaded, Kayla. But, like, everything is... Every time I think about, it's like about, I guess like, we have to remember that ever any survival show is someone's like someone's first, first survival, survival show. show. <laughs> Probably, it's just exhausting because I'm like, yeah, all these judges are being prompted. They're like, okay, this girl's got to make the finale, and like, do you think that they're the ones voting on these girls? They probably have input, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, there are honestly more qualified people than this. I would not be surprised if there are like essentially k-pop casting directors yeah people that whose job it is to be like these are the trainees these are what we need these are the girls available girls and boys available make the group Mm -hmm. who are better equipped for that yes as opposed to i don't know fucking kim jaehwan I don't trust him to make a k-pop group just like i don't trust the people to make a k-pop group Mm -hmm. a permanent one at that so I do think, I think the main problem with this show is I think if it was literally this lineup had just switched out Wanhee. Right. Because I would switch out like three people in this group. I think it's fine. But like, there's other people I would have preferred. I think specifically just how much Wanhee was not criticized for her obvious. Mm-hmm. I think that the main thing is just that like, sure. Korea can keep voting for this girl. I think that if they... The thing I think that needed to happen was that I think the judges... The easiest way for Hype to get rid of this problem is for the judges to critique her. Mm -hmm. Critique her for her lack of stage presence. Critique her for her uh, subpar vocal ability. And her stiff dancing. Because, yeah, sure, people say, well, her vocals are good. They're not. They're shaky at best. And, like, she's improved on her dancing. She hasn't. She slips slips a lot. She's very shaky. Look at some of her fa- Look at her. Just look even at her. look at her in that um, uh, aim high performance. Mm-hmm. Anytime she's in the background behind somebody, her moves are like. Sh- you know how it's always you have to give 110% even if you're a background character? Right. You have to give 100%. Either she's not or the moves are very difficult for her. Mm-hmm. Either when she's not on and front and center she's not giving it her all or she's still very shaky it could be either one maybe it's both who's to say mm-hmm. and like i will say like one of my favorites was himina i'll think himina was ready to debut mm-hmm. i think she needs a little more training and then she'll be great but she at the very least knew to be on when she was on stage also a lot of people say that in those finale performances one he finally got a uh facial expression no she didn't she smiled she didn't have a blank face, but the eyes were still very blank. Mm-hmm. Look at the eyes. Don't just look at the face. Look at the the whole face, buddy. Just because her mouth moved does not mean she got a facial expression. Yeah, that's two different two different things there. The eyes, man. Very the different. eyes are really the important part. 
If you want to look happy, it starts from... Like, remember COVID? We couldn't see anybody's face, but you could tell a lot from the eyes. You could. You can tell a lot from just the eyes. It's honestly kind of impressive how she is able how to look like the that eyes are? always. Yeah. <laughs> it's very... It's a lot. Even, like, when she won, there was not much expression. And I'm like, is she okay? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was just... That also added to the nepotism right, uh, right. thoughts of, like, she knew. She knew. She knew. It was a lot. I'm not saying nepotism, but others have said it, and I'm not going to try to disprove it. Right. That's my opinion on the nepotism. I mean, we don't know for sure that it is, but we also you don't know for sure not. that it isn't. So, you know. Look, you can't prove it's not nepotism. Yes. You can't prove it is, but you can't prove it's not. Mm -hmm. And now we get into the ever-long debate of her. The thing is, the rest of this lineup is fine. I would switch... The only thing I would switch, I would switch... Iruha and maybe Mocha for people that have been eliminated. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, the people I would switch in have been, like, long gone from this show. But I think from the girls left, I think this is a perfectly good lineup. Mm -hmm. I I wish Jimin was in here. Right. I wish other people were in here. But for the most... I wish Jiwoo had to be... Should have been in here. Yeah. That's ridiculous that she wasn't. And I don't think it was because of her age. I, do, I don't... I just want to know what direction they're going to take this group in. Because now I don't know. Right. Because you have people in it that have a very limited range, like a Wanhe. Right, right. Look at the Maybach performance. They can't do that. Ooh. Look at most of these performances. Look at the Dream of You performance. That's out, too. There's so much that's out because of limited abilities of certain people. But realistically, I think that the lineup is bad for multiple reasons. I think this... I also think that these kind of shows realistically should have bigger groups mm -hmm. because yeah. i do think that I feel the like fact six, that this is only six yeah, people that is really, so small that does seem really small six my thing with it is that no matter what happens you're gonna cut people's pe that people love even though my top six my my personal top six except take out uh himana and put uh unite in there mm -hmm. is kind of the like overall everyone's favorites are like kind of those six people right but, like, no matter what you do with a six-person group, you're going to be... It's so small. Yeah. I think if you're going to do these kind of shows and it's going to have some public aspect to it... Mm -hmm. I mean, even if it doesn't have a public aspect to it, I think six people is too small to do a survival show with. Yeah, I... You're going to cut so many yeah. people that people have an enjoyment to. You're going to cut so many talented people mm -hmm. that then you just end up with people being angry right uh, rightfully or not rightfully so but i do think that like if you want to do these kind of shows mm -hmm. the group does need to be a little bit at least seven or eight mm -hmm. i think seven is the bare minimum thinking about like back to island and everything i think seven's the minimum because mm -hmm. you add six does what? feel a little bit too small six feels way too small I don't know, man. It just feels... I don't know how I feel about this show. I've talked about it for, like, the last half hour. Uh-huh. And I still don't know how I feel. It also ended very recently, so... It also ended yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not... We're I've 24. had time to mull over Queendom Puzzle by this point. Like, are you next? Like, the still... Still fresh. Okay, so as someone who didn't watch the show, what do you think about all of this? Oh, weird show, honestly. Format, 
pretty weird for a survival show, but also Hybe has done pretty weird survival shows, so I guess that's not unnormal for them. Yeah. Um, the only thing I had ever known about the show was that one, he was bad. Um, and then she's in the group, so that's that's all I really ever knew about it. And then immediately she made it into the group. Yep, immediately made it into the group. Also, the name is bad, but the Queendom puzzle the name, name is, is also bad. So, <laughs> but this is worse because it's permanent. It is. It. I also do think it's a worse. It. Na- I th- also think it's a worse name too because like it is a worse does, name overall. What absolutely. does it mean? It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. I should not be putting apostrophes right. in the middle of the word. We don't need I that. Hate God, I'm rewatching the My Bad performance. She really is just staring oh, into your soul. No. It's a lot. That's like I need to stop talking. She, about this group. It's like my. That's also my least favorite you know genre the, of K-pop idol is the dead behind the eyes. Like the fact that there's so the many headlights. of them. Yeah, there's multiple of them. I know. And you know the unfortunate part. Because of how few and non-existent the girl group debuts of the year have been, yeah. they might be one of the better ones. I know, because what we don't have anything right now. We've got nothing. Nothing. Nobody. Nothing. And also, technically, like, just for reference, we don't count any of the Luna re-debuts because they already debuted and right. they already like, debuted together. Like, that count. doesn't count. Yeah. Triple S subunits don't count because those are not. I don't. I don't even want to. I don't even want to try to learn. learn what's happening with that. Yeah. So like, what do we got right now? I guess it's limelight. Well, we have Question. we have limelight. Moonchild? We have Moonchild. We have Kiss of Life. That's it. Like those are the three we've gotten so far. And like, it's unfortunate that Wan He might win this, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't be opposed to giving it to Young So. I like her. Mm-hmm. Like, there's people in this group I do like. I do just kind of feel bad that they're stuck in with a group that is just essentially leading themselves to, at the very least, in their first comeback, right? Be scrutinized. Yeah, it's unless that girl fixes her face. Maybe, That's yeah, such maybe a mean she'll thing show up and she'll automate. She'll be better all of a sudden. But if that girl does not fix her face, yeah, this group is in for a wild ride. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate for her mm-hmm. and for everyone else in that group. True. To be honest, true, true. I mean, it's, it's. I mean, look. Every time a survival show finishes, they call the group that came out of it a flop. Mm-hmm. We've heard that. We heard that about fucking ZB One. After that show ended, right? Remember? We hear that all the time, and look at look at them now. Look at them now. Breaking I will say records I am... with everything they do, <laughs> everything they do. But yeah, no, this group. I mean, dep- I think it truly depends on what comes out musically. Mm-hmm. Much more so because, like, so few people I've seen are like an automatic yes. Right. It is a, at best, it's a, It's like, well, let's see. we have to see. We have to see. Yeah. At worst, it's an absolutely not. hmm And I've seen a lot of absolutely nots. And that's the thing with a lot of these shows. What you want is the, oh my god, I, like, I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. It's like, no, I've seen none of that for this group. And that's unfortunate. It's like the same thing would happen with Fantasy Boys. Right. Only with Fantasy Boys, I will say, at least she's not Kaisel. She's not the worst not idol Kaisel. we got. I don't want to Not the worst year. person I've ever seen. I'm... I'll give Wanhee this. She's not she's Kaisel. She's not Kaisel. It's truly like passing Crazy. the bar on the floor. But hey. Crazy, actually. It's, but... it's whatever. 
crazy that there's a but worse yes. person who is going to debut this year. <laughs> in September. We just He's saw it. Soon. We just saw the announcement. They're coming soon. Oh, boy. They're happening. It's ha- I'm not excited. I'm not excited I'm not even excited a little bit. I'm, That's the, actually, the one I'm, least... I'm actually actively dreading it. It's going to be so bad. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no. Otherwise, I'll it. I don't like that there's an apostrophe and a hyphen. Yeah. It's apostrophed and hyphenated. I what know. the fuck? It sucks. I hate that. At least there's no plus sign, though. Right. They got rid of the plus sign in yours, but still. They, they did, but it was there for a little bit, and it's still not that better of a name, so. <laughs> Fair, but at least yours is not permanent. True. It's a fun little side project. This is unfortunate. I will say I am far more interested to see what, like, Chanel. Hope someone snatches up Chanel. Yeah. So hope someone snatches Himena. Hope someone snatches up Jimin. Mm-hmm. I will say I do want to, before we finish, talk about Hybe's thing of, I guess if you don't make a Hybe group, you get kicked out of the company. Right, right. Because, like, okay. That's what I heard. Yep. Because we heard, we read that in the BTS Crazy, book. actually. <laughs> and that made sense for, like, for people that make BTS yeah. because they were bleeding money at the time. Like, that makes but perfect sense. But that's not a thing that I don't know is a great practice to just have generally for your trainees. Like, if someone doesn't make a group, they doesn't make a survival yeah. show, it's like, get out. Get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Wild. Someone snatch up shit. Someone put sh- Get another co-ed group going. Mm-hmm. Hear me out. Give me a co-ed group. Give me Chanel. Mm-hmm. Give me Jay. Give me Camden. Yeah, give us all G- of those give, kids. Give me this. Yeah. Give me all of these people. Right. Let's have a good time. Yes. Give me some of them Thai kids. Santa want to come? Bring them in here. Mm-hmm. Like, give me, give me life. Yep, yep. It could be fun. There's an option there. I think, I think Chanel and Jay should talk. Yeah. Because, honestly, I think Chanel should talk. For a second, I'm like, yeah, Jay from uh, uh, Boys Planet, but also Jay from Enhypen. Also I think Jay from Enhypen. That too. So many J's in K-pop. Too many. So many Too J's. many, if we're being honest. Too many J's. But yes, I, I truly think that, like, I there's a lot of people I want to see what they do. Yeah. I'm far more interested in that than the actual group mm-hmm. right now. Right now. At this moment. Right. At this moment, not 48 hours after we got the group announcement. Uh-huh. Well. And I can't believe we keep doing this to ourselves, because we're about to fucking start two more of these. I know. The one and then the other one. Yep. Crazy. Who knows? Crazy stuff. We are definitely doing an episode on Produce Japan Season 3. Yep. We are maybe yes, maybe no doing one on Dream Academy. Yep. Depends on how that goes. We're still ready Depends to we're ready goes. to bail on that if whenever, really. If we have to eject, we if it gets cruel like Island mm-hmm. or as weird as A two K. Yeah. As weird as that show, or as like blatantly like I don't even know what the what the hell to compare it to with are you next, but any of those things we are bailing because yeah. it's technically not K-pop. Right. I am willing to stick it out because dear God, that show looks like it's gonna be mm-hmm. one. The budget looks insane. Yeah. And two, it, I want to know what the hell we're making because I don't know what we're making. No clue, honestly. I am curious to watch um, 
Asia Super Young, whatever that is. Asia Super Young, yes, I, I do want to watch I am also that a little. Ollie. I'm also curious what we're gonna do with Chuang Asia. I'm so curious what that's gonna be like. <laughs> like I, I will say we are in for a fun ride over the next like. Mm-hmm. Is that even year? Because two of them are coming out this year. Right. Like, like I was not expecting produce. I didn't. Japan. I was ready for produce Japan early next year. I was not ready for it to be in October. <laughs> I hope it freaking. No, it's gonna end in like December, isn't it? October, November. Yeah, it'll end in. It'll end. Maybe we'll get another Christmas song. <laughs> Hopefully, this time actually, actually at Christmas. Yeah, because I think it might be airing in the same like time slot that Produce Japan or Produce Japan One aired, like the JL One season. Yes. So, so we'll get a. Maybe we might we'll get, get a, a Christmas a follow up to Happy Merry Christmas. Or at the very least, can we cover it? Right, right. That would be so great if we did a cover. That would be amazing. It'd be so good. <laughs> So I guess uh, stick around in January for episodes of that. And like, yep. I don't, f- and the, we already have the, so the much on our plate. massive amount for... of other survival shows I'm sure we will get in next year as well. So we might have to combine. I don't know what we're going to do with Dream Academy because that ends this year. Yeah. And then December schedule is so full already. We'll, so that we'll, might also we'll wait see. till January. We'll see what happens there. We're going to have to freaking base our entire lives around survival shows from now on. I know. It's really, that's the, that's where we're at though. So. This is it's what we've fun. chosen for ourselves. So fun. I'm having so much fun doing this. And then, hope, honestly, hopefully we get a kingdom puzzle. I, we I, better get a goddamn kingdom I puzzle. I need kingdom puzzle. Like, it, I, I want it so would bad. actually love kingdom puzzle. Because I didn't, if I enjoyed so kingdom puzzle, I'm like, I need there to be kingdom puzzle. Like, I actually I will watch, need that to happen. We might do every, we might have we to would probably do a ra- We would probably every round kingdom puzzle. Because we've done Absolutely. that for every kingdom series. So, like, I think we would have to. Yeah. Um. But I would love It'd that. It'd be so good. I would love that. I would love to have a kingdom puzzle. Start casting. Mnet, you always do Get on a, your like, shit, Mnet. Get on your shit, because you always start by, like, introducing a concept with women, and then you perfect it with the men. They're gonna, like, te- I, need them, I need them to do the thing where they tease it at the Mama Awards, and then it airs yes. in the next year. <laughs> yes. Give me everything. Yeah. Well, that has been Queendom Puzzle and Are You Next? We gotta. We have to start dividing and conquering when we're given a record amount of survival shows to talk. We really about. do. We really do. Yep. So we are available on all major podcasting platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We also have a YouTube channel where we post all of our episodes and fun clip videos occasionally as well. Both me and Sammy are ranking all of the performances from Queendom Puzzle and Are You Next, respectively. So Yay. we will have videos on that soon. Um, and with that, we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.